Thank you for tuning into the Mobile Marketing Minute with Greg and Rob. This is our third of seven predictions for 2015 of the things that will have an influence on your business. Today we are tackling privacy and why it still exists. Does it still exist? This is sure to be a controversial episode, but please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by ThinkNear. Their location score platform delivers the most accurate location targeting available on mobile. Visit them at locationscore.com. This is the Mobile Marketing Minute with your hosts, Rob Woodbridge and Greg Hickman. You have found the Mobile Marketing Minute. My name is Rob Woodbridge from untether.tv. And I'm Greg Hickman with Mobile Marketing Engine. Oh, Mobile Marketing Engine. <laughs> Mr. Hickman. Yes. What is Mobile Marketing Engine? Mobile Marketing Engine is a done with you service for businesses that are looking to create that mobile loyalty program and use that, use that list to drive repeat traffic, sales, increase loyalty. And you know, for most businesses, they don't have the ability to hire big agencies. Um, we're a virtual team, and we take our experience and do most of the heavy lifting with, you know, your content as a business, working with you as partners, so that you can run your business. And more information can be found where, man? MobileMarketingEngine.com. Oh, it's so easy. MobileMarketingEngine.com. That ends our ad for the day. There you go. <laughs> there is a, a huge conversation that is going on right now. I can't believe we're having this conversation. I cannot believe that this is something that is still going on. This is one of our predictions of the things that will have an impact of this year, this calendar year, 2015. Oh, privacy. God damn mm. it. Won't that thing die? It's been dead, according to a lot of people. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you know, if you are if you are listening to this and you're consuming this on, a, on some kind of mobile device, or you're actually listening to this because you are engaged in some kind of digital whatever, you've launched a browser, you've downloaded an app, you've logged in to do something, you know, you've paid with a debit card, a credit card, you've paid with your mobile device, you've bought something online, you've walked down the street, you've tapped, you've tagged, <laughs> any of that kind of stuff, you've driven in your car, you know that privacy is dead. You yeah. know that, and it has been for so long, but people are still clinging to it. Why? God, why? It's all we have left. It's all we have left. <laughs> it's all we have left. You know, you know, this is such a big deal uh, for a lot of people, and and you know, um, there, there's there's two sides to this camp, right? Was that we have to protect privacy, and in order to be able to do that, you have to just shut down all your machines and and walk away from anything that has an IP address or anything that scans or taps you or everything along those lines. But then you're basically living in your mother's basement, and uh, that is that goes against the grain of what is happening here. And and uh, you you know I've had conversations around people. Here, here's a concept. Hey, let's sell our privacy. Right? If it's already being exposed, it's already being pushed out there, it's already being used against us or for us, why don't we sell it? And why, do, why isn't there an open exchange of information that allows me to say, listen, you know what, if you, Applebee's, wants my name and my address, or you, Ikea, want my postal or zip code, it's going to cost you something. So I'm going to give it to you. But that gives me 5% off sales for life. And every time I walk in the store, that's it. It's for you. You can have it until I say that's no. Really interesting. I'm in control. 
it is a uh, you know basically a, a stock exchange it's of like data transfer marketplace. Absolutely. Why are we doing that? Because if privacy know. is dead, let's capitalize on it. That's my product point. idea. Product <laughs> idea. Complicated product idea. Yeah, very. Fifteen years out, maybe, but not today. Um, but this whole concept of privacy, you know, it, it is dead. So why are we clinging to it still? I think it has more to do with um, the kind of who's responsible. Um, like who does, who's, who takes responsibility for when certain pieces of identity um, are misused. Yes. Uh, you know, that's, that's the scary part, right? Like if a retailer knows exactly who you are, how much you've spent, what you specifically bought, when you bought it, what card you use, they can make really intelligent decisions and actually enhance your experience. They make it a good one for you. Yeah, exactly. And that's what good marketers want to do, right? The problem is there's bad people out there that if that information is available in a place where they can tie name to address to email to credit card number to transactions, that information can be misused. Um, Thankfully, it doesn't happen, at least from my understanding, as much as it probably could. But that's the problem. Like people are scared. Like, oh, like my credit card is going to get stolen, or you know, my social security number. Which those are completely valid things to be concerned with. But the reason that a lot of these experiences are the way they are now is because of how much information uh, businesses already know about you. And even um, we talked about this offline. You know, because of to protect these businesses because they don't want the responsibility, they make the data anonymous. But they do it in a way where they know that you are someone in a specific age range, in a specific distance or radius of location, um, how much money you spend a year, maybe not what you purchased, but maybe what categories of products you purchase. So they know a lot. Um, they do. And, and they're almost, it's probably like they're personally making it anonymous, right? Um, but with that, even they can pretty much personalize things. And that invades privacy too, because they do know enough to take that anonymous data and know enough about you to communicate with you. Um, but again, I think it's really just people don't want to take on the responsibility of having that data and being the one responsible if it were to get lost or misused. And I think that that's, that's a valid challenge, right? And, 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 uh, 100%. Uh, but the, I mean, the challenge with privacy is that the, the, it's, it's, it is gone. And, and yeah. you know, way back in the day, Netflix did this experiment where you could actually identify the person based on their choices, right? That the choices of the movie, even if it was anonymous data, you could pinpoint that it was Sally that ordered that movie because of her, her previous um, uh, purchase decisions. And this uh, article that uh, came out on the New York Times just recently, at the end of uh, January, end of April, I wish. God, I'd be <laughs> warm. At the end of January, it said that uh, there's a study called Unique in the Shopping Mall on the Reidentifiability of Credit Card Metadata. And this is what they say. A group of data scientists analyzed credit card transactions made by 1.1 million people in 10,000 stores over a three-month period. The data set contained details including the date of each transaction, the amount charged, and the name of the store. Although the information had been anonymized by removing personal details like names, account numbers, the uniqueness of people's behavior, made it easy to single them out. In mm. fact, knowing that four random pieces of information was enough to re-identify 90% of the shoppers as unique individuals and to uncover their records 
researchers calculated and that they understood that their what their behaviors were what they bought and who they were based on anonymous credit card transaction data that's only one input so you know what privacy is dead already we just got to yeah. come up with ways to make it safe for people who have have some kind of data compromised and i think that that's on we've seen some advances in credit card companies online fraud detection you know you get the calls when you use your credit card that is out of the ordinary in an out of the ordinary way pretty soon we'll be able to have that when it comes to our identity as well and then who knows maybe in 10 or 15 years we'll be selling identity and controlling that ourselves it'll be back into our control making a little bit of money on the data that people collect man monetizing privacy sweet baby <laughs> thanks greg Thank you. Don't forget to come back next week for our next episode.